you kick down walls and anyone who tells you you can't you take your fears your insecurities your worries you roll them all up into a ball you turn those son bitches sideways and stick them straight up that candy out pick your goal and stick fucking to it you wishy-washy motherfuckers i can't fucking stand you I wanted to make sure that out of the 24 hours of the day, that I don't waste one single hour. Those hours were too precious. And so there I just want to tell people, don't give me this thing, I have a difficult time, maybe the time, and I don't have time for this, and I don't have that. You have time. You make the time. And now, welcome to the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast, sponsored by fitnessinformant.com. And he kill it while you sitting down, bitch, about how I triple my fan base Man, worth bitch, can't say there's worse, bitch Do something, fuck What's going on, welcome inside the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast I am your host, Fitness Informant Founder, CEO, Ryan Buckeye Tuning in this week to listen to the competition That's right, Price Plow joins me And for those people who think, for whatever fucking reason That Price Plow and Fitness Informant can't get along, can't be friends You're absolutely fucking insane Listen, Mike Roberto, the founder and CEO of Price Plow And I get along just fine We talk, I would say on a weekly basis Mike actually out in New York when I was out there For the uh, the Natural Body Block Party Him and I, like, was the first time we actually ever met each other in person And uh, we got along great We have a lot in common um, we, we obviously recognize the differences in our platforms and the similarities um, So I respect what Mike has built with Price Plow And uh, today we bring in Ben Kane Ben's my boy Ben has been my friend since his days back at Nutribio Since Fitness Informants started Ben was one of the first ones to essentially work with FI through Nutribio and you can see where the relationship stands today between Nutribio Fitness Informant. And Ben recently went to Price Plow. And um, you know, a lot of people ask me, what did I think about Ben going to Price I understand the type of work and the type of career that Ben wants and what he's made to do. And he's right in his wheelhouse, creating content on sports nutrition and fitness. This is what the guy loves to do. It's what he's always wanted to do. So I, with Price Plow, and uh, for those who think they are trying to steal money from us or trying to take food off our table by, by grabbing business, listen, I say this on the podcast today with them. I have steered many brands in the direction of Price Plow because the brands who are good, the brands who we work with here at Fitness Informant, I want them to get as much exposure as possible because consumers need to understand who they are. Consumers need to discover these brands because these brands are doing the right things for the right reasons for the consumer. So if that means sending business over to the quote-unquote competition, I have zero issues with that. Listen, this business is big. The days of magazines are over. People and brands would spend tens of thousands of dollars on magazine spreads without any metric on return on investment. Now we have metrics. It's a digital era. We have digital platforms out there. If I can help out Ben and Mike and Priceplow and help out the brands who deserve the recognition and the exposure, you goddamn right I'm going to do that. And vice versa. I've gotten business from Priceplow over to FI or they've helped us secure certain contacts within companies. And I appreciate it. And I appreciate Ben's point of view. And today's episode really is state of the supplement industry. We look at 2019 so far as we roll into the Olympia, which is two weeks away. And take a look at some of the cool things. Like, what are some of the cool things brands are doing? What are what's our what do we believe is the product of the year so far in 2019? You know, what's 
which are which brands are the sleeping giants in the industry? Which what's what has disappointed us this year in 2019? And Ben and I, it was just a loose conversation. It was fun. It went by so fast. Uh, we had zero notes going into this podcast. Absolutely none. No structure. Nothing. We just shot the shit like we do, like boys do, and we had a good time doing it. And I appreciate him coming on. We had talked for a while. Like, how do we get this to work? How do we get people on? And, and Mike is so busy at the helm of things over at Price Plow, and Ben is in the thick of things. It just made sense to have Ben on the show. So the, for those of you who don't know Ben Kane, he uh, once upon a time was with NutriBio, big, big element in creating the bio crew, uh, had his hands in a lot of things over at NutriBio, uh, now with Price Plow recently here in 2019. And uh, sure, maybe they're competition, but they're friendly competition. And I think the friendly competition is what drives us to be our absolute best. We don't agree on everything, trust me. Um, there are things where we differ, and you hear a, bit, a little bit of that in today's podcast when we talk about sort of our disappointments in 20. That should be, you know, something that's prevalent in this space. Is because if we were all yes men and we were all agree with each other, you know, that might not make um, you know great sense. Although we agree on most, and we agree on transparency, we agree on formula quality, uh, and, and we agree on moving this industry in the correct and, and the appropriate direction for the consumer. So I'm excited for you guys to listen to this podcast today. Again, had a ton of fun. It just made sense in terms of timing as we lead into the 2019 Olympia. This week's pumped up segment of the week is being brought to you by Built Fast For Formula's award-winning Vasoblitz Blitz Pumping Nighter. Not only is Vasoblitz Blitz the winner of our 2018 Shield of Excellence Supplement Award for the best pump product, it is also the first nitrate formula fully disclosed with 30 servings, not scoops. When Vasoblitz Blitz is consumed daily, even on your off days, it will last you a full month. All this for $34.99 and has a special offer to our listening audience. Use co coupon code INFORMANT and save 15% off. We are pumped up about the new mystery flavor, Full Blitz, coming out from Built Fast Formula. That's right. If you guys want to try Full Blitz before it comes out, you can head over to buildfastformula.com. Sign up for their A-list. They're going to email you a coupon code. When the sample becomes available, you use that coupon code, secure free shipping, free sample. And at that time, you may discover what this mystery flavor is. I've heard from Matt Coleman, the CEO of Built Fast Formula. That this version of Full Blitz, this this flavor of Full Blitz is the absolute best. So far, I think Rainbow Candy is their best. Um, it, it tasted really good. So I'm interested and curious to see and to try what this new version of Full Blitz is uh, going to entail. Our Genius Moment of the Week is being brought to you by the Genius Brand. The Genius Brand offers high-quality supplements with scientifically proven, clinically dosed, all-natural ingredients. With a blatant disregard for profit margins, the Genius Brand focuses on creating innovative, industry-leading wellness supplements to help you live an active, healthy, and long-lasting life. Supplements smarter today. Check out full reviews and brand news on the Genius Brand over at fitnessinformant.com. First off, congratulations to the Genius Brand being picked up at bodybuilding.com. That's a big get for that brand as they expand their retail distribution now into vitamin shop, bodybuilding.com. They're with Europa. So they are moving away from the Amazon model completely. Um, and what I mean by that is like they're going to be on Amazon, but they're not going to be 100% on Amazon like they once were. Uh, my genius moment of the week this week is if you want to see change in your diet, then you have to track your macronutrient your, your macronutrient intake. Listen, I used to track my macros back when I was cutting for a photo shoot, and uh, I saw some significant change back then when I did my diet. And then after that, I stopped counting macros because I kind of understood through expertise on what I should be eating, when I should be eating, and how much I should be eating. And now that was enough to basically be recomp or be in that maintenance stage where I kept up a good physique at 10.5% body fat. I had a DEXA scan. I was 10.4% body fat, not counting macros, just working hard, eating right, and doing the things the correct way. 
But now, since I've been on this journey to center stage, we're doing the documentary called Driven with Nutribio and Adam Besick. Uh, Adam is having me track my macros, and I'm doing about 32 to 3,500 calories a day, give or take. And uh, as part of that tracking process, I literally weigh absolutely everything. I track my water intake, which is extremely important. Um, and you can tell if you follow us on social media that I'm becoming more lean. I'm becoming bigger. And um, I'm curious and interested to see what my updated DEXA scan is going to be. Uh, I have a good relationship with DEXA Fits and, and DEXA scans across the nation that I'm going to get back in there as often as I can to keep tracking my body mass, my lean body mass and my body fat percentage as we go through this process because I think it'll be good for people within the the, the, the industry, within the competitive spirit to see. Um, and uh, you know that's ultimately what we want to do. We want to bring exposure to this business in a good way and tracking your body fat percentage is, uh, is something smart that everybody should do, especially if you're going to compete. Let's get over to Ben Kane, Price Plow, and Fitness Informant as we take a look at 2019 State of the Supplement Industry as we head into the 2019 Mr. Olympia, uh, basically bodybuilding show and the sports nutrition convention that happens at the convention center in Las Vegas. Fitness Informant will be there live in living color with my entire team. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube, you see a different color microphone here. We have a white and black one now. As uh, We will be having, uh, like I said, several interviews taking place down in Vegas, and uh, I could not be more happy that my entire team gets to experience it with us. Um, I'm just, I, I'm, I'm privileged, you know, in terms, of, it's a privilege to uh, bring everybody with me, and uh, I don't take it for granted, and I hope my team and everybody down in Vegas has a great time in a couple weeks, and if you see us, obviously make sure you give us a let's go and say hello to the boys and girls now, that's right, of fitnessinformer.com. If as always, hit the subscribe button on this. If you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, or YouTube, if you like what you hear, write us a review. It helps out the algorithm. All that good stuff will help more people find out and find information on the Be Informed Live Fit podcast. Let's go. The BAR Breakfast at the Ready is finally here. The world's first protein bar made with real cereal pieces from some of your favorite cereals and the best cereals of all time. This bar has 20 grams of protein, only 20 grams of carbohydrates with five of them coming from sugar and four grams of fat, 190 delicious calories that you can fit in at any time. Any person can take this bar, man, woman, child, whether you're working out, you're training to build muscle or you just need a healthy snack throughout the day. The BAR is your solution. Go to redcon1.com and order the BAR breakfast at the ready right now. <laughs> With the amount of hard work that I put in, I need a reputable brand. I absolutely love this stuff. The energy is amazing. The pumps are ridiculous. The flavor is absolutely delicious. I was blown away by the amount of energy, the muscle pump. It keeps me going throughout the day. Take your workouts to the next level. The energy was so crazy for me. Really gives me the boost I'm needing in the morning. You will train harder, you will see better pumps, you will go longer in the gym. The quality of the ingredients makes a difference. Try Rise, you're gonna love it, I guarantee it. Their products are top of the range and I'm very proud to be a part of Team Rice. For the last two decades, we have been the best kept secret of the supplement industry. We've kept our heads down and worked. We pioneered full label transparency and full therapeutic doses because we believe that truly hard work requires truly effective tools. Two decades is a long time to commit to one pursuit, but when you act with purpose and become centered in yourself, eventually you realize that you were born and bred for this.
things you once thought impossible, you now do every day. We don't like the easy way, it just doesn't feel right. We'll take the long, hard road over a shortcut any day. It takes longer, sure, but in the end, you know you earned it. And with the right team behind you, pushing yourself further than you've ever been will be just another afternoon doing what you love most. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back inside the Be Informed Live Fit podcast. Across the screen for me, if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on iTunes or Spotify, is a good friend of mine, but also he's the competition. He's the bad guy. <laughs> he's trying to take food off my table, or at least that's what people think. People think that Price Plow and Fitness Informant, for whatever fucking reason, are not supposed to get along. But Ben, what's up, buddy? You and I are like best friends. We're going to get along no matter where you are. Absolutely. I mean, you know what's actually kind of funny? I realized when we were getting ready for this. Even when you and I weren't so-called competition, you and I never been on like camera together. Like Mm-mm. we're just friends behind the scenes, fucking shit up. Right. But uh, yeah, no, I, it's funny when people like are like, "You guys are competition. Why are you friends?" I'm like, well, "Whatever." I mean, like we're we're working together to make this place better. Oh, absolutely, 100. percent And I'll be fully honest with people. I have sent business to Ben and Mike at Price Plow, and they've sent business to us. This is what we're doing. We are trying to help. Yeah. Spread the good word of the sports nutrition industry, which is why I wanted Ben to come on the show because we are, at this point, when this podcast drops, we'll be two and a half weeks from the 2019 Mr. Olympia, which is a huge sports nutrition convention as well for the two days leading up to the big night on Saturday night. With uh, Some people go for the bodybuilding show. Many people go for the free supplements that they get at this event. So I thought it was a good time to come in. And plus, there's a lot of stuff going on in the sports nutrition industry, a lot of whispers and there's a lot of different formulations coming out some good some bad uh and ben has been around the block obviously for those of you who know ben you know he spent a significant portion of time with nutribio Uh, that's when ben and i became friends that's where i met him at the olympia for the first time and now he has been with price plow a couple months right you joined mike over price four months yeah four months yeah it's it's been a lot of fun man i mean i dude i loved being behind the brand but now i get to like I mean, when I was at New Trial, it was funny. Mark would always come to me like, what's that company doing? Like, he always knew like I was watching what was going on, right. which I think you know everyone should be doing. But now I get to work with everyone, which is I, I think I envied you for a while because it's like you get to be a part of everything. Right. You know, I mean, that's that's so cool that we get to be I mean, we're not in the middle of all of it, but we get to interact with all these companies, see different things going on. So um, do you ever miss being behind a brand? I know that you kind of did similar stuff to what I did. No, yes and no. I mean, it depends. If it's my own, well, technically I'm behind my own brand, right? But like, right, uh, yeah. you know, in terms of like an actual brand and CPG, not really. This is a lot more fun. The only thing that I find pseudo annoying at times is when brands call me asking me for information on other brands. It's like there are yes. there is there is proprietary information that people like Ben and I know that we are just not going to share with people because a either we've signed an NDA or we just know better. We're smart. Yeah. Yeah, people support us. They they uh, trust us with their so-called secrets. And yeah, absolutely. And I so I don't know about you. I'm like always so careful too. Like, is you get stuff told to you in passing too. You know, like people just say, just drop stuff all the time. And it feels like not a big deal anymore. And you realize like spreading that kind of information to the wrong person could really be bad for some companies. So yeah, it's fun. I'm I'm really loving it. Yeah, that, that that part, and then there's part where brands take everything you say like completely 100 percent like to heart. 
So yeah. I don't think I've ever told the story before, but the last time where we were at an expo together was the Arnold. I think you know this story. And we were, I was talking with an ingredient supplier from a different ingredient. I said, we're going to go meet with this brand. We're going to talk to them about swapping ingredients for, for your ingredient as a joke. In the yeah. bathroom at that time was a representative for the other ingredient supplier, <laughs> and he legitimately thought I was going to go talk to this brand about them trying to convince them to switch ingredients. I would never do that, but it was it's. But they walk out, they're like, "Oh shit!" Ryan from Fitness Performance said this. He's actually going. No, I'm not going to actually go fucking do that. Like, come and talk to me first before you think something. So, um, yeah, man. Some people tell us some stuff. Like we hear a yeah. lot of stuff now. What's interesting is for those of you listening or watching, some of the stuff that we hear or some of the stuff that's told to us, you got to take with a grain of salt because there is a lot of smoke and mirrors and there's a lot of bullshit in this industry. A lot of people like to talk. It's very ego-driven. And, um, you know, Ben's been around the block. He knows this. And now at Price Plow, you probably are experiencing this more than ever so before where people are calling us and saying, listen, guys, I have the best in the world, this new launch. It's coming out. It's going to rock the fucking world. It's going to be evolutionary, revolutionary. Every fucking day I hear something is going to change the industry. And yeah. so here's a good question then. In the last, let's just say in the last like two years of sports nutrition, what products actually do you think changed the industry? And I'll start. I'll start. I think um, potentially the MRE bar from Redcon 1 was one that sort of changed the industry in terms of the snack bars because everybody was Quest Bar, Quest Bar, Quest Bar. All whey protein based. That vegan vegan bars have not sort of picked up yet. And also, this animal based protein came out that was non dairy that sells. Yeah. And you've seen that you've seen the distribution growth on MRE where it's in HEB now. Mm-hmm. Now, it, it, some could even argue like, is that even quote unquote industry changing? It's category changing, maybe, but not maybe not yeah. industry changing. That's what's so hard is when you say, is this industry changing? I'm like, well, I don't really think the industry's changed all that much in the last ten years, but mm-hmm. like. Little things like that, yeah. And you know what's funny? It's like even in this conversation, I'll say that, um, you know, you say the MRE bar changed that whole category. I know who makes the MRE bars, and they made plenty of bars just like the MRE before mm-hmm. the MRE bar came out. Right. But it's this, and this is where the difference is. It's the right product with the right team doing the right thing with it, right? There were probably a dozen versions of the MRE bar for different companies before Redcon made that theirs. And I definitely think Redcon changed the, the landscape of um, bars with their MRE bar, absolutely. Right. Uh, outside of bars, uh, I I do I, I deal with Ghost Way because I, I think like it was it's it's the right product, right? It tastes right, it's formulated well, and it's fully transparent, and it's put in front of an impressionable young crowd mm-hmm. that soaked that up. And now, like one of the top proteins in the world is transparent, and it tastes good, and right. it's a good quality product. I think you could even um, go a step further, Ben, and say that brand has changed the industry, Ghost in general. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely, yeah, I, I catch a lot of, I mean, I'm sure you catch a little bit of it too because they're a sponsor of my channel, but like you can't look at that and not say like they've changed everything, right? you know, like um, they keep saying game changer, game changed, and I get a bunch of hate, like hate when I share that stuff, but I think it's 100% true. I think, the, I mean, Dan has come in so strategically and he's he's just brought stuff that no one else is doing and he's legitimizing the industry, Yeah, you know, when companies like Nabisco uh, Welch's companies that have real skin in the game and they're legitimate real companies, like not just sports nutrition companies that are meatheads behind it. Like we're talking like public companies here. Right. And they're willing to put their skin in the game. 
I think we're legitimizing the sport industry. The yeah. sports industry. I mean, people who give a shit for it, I think, just need to step back. And, and, and most people who give a shit for it are probably involved with maybe another brand. But I can't tell how many brands have come to me saying, like, we want to be a lifestyle. Like, we are trying to be a lifestyle. <laughs> well, that's great. Everybody wants to be a lifestyle. But the brand, the first brand to do that successfully was Ghost. And then they successfully were able to bring in um, collaborative, authentic licensing deals with companies like Mondelez, right? And bringing in all these things yeah. where other people, not to say it's bad, but so many people would do a cereal flavor or a candy flavor, um, you know, like, I don't even, what's, what's the popular name for Skittles that people do all the time? Like Rainbow Candy, right? They just call it Rainbow yeah. Candy, you know? Yep. And it's not like Dan went out and got Skittles yet and, you know, he probably will at some point. But like, I mean, he went and got Swedish Fish. He went and got Sour Patch Kids, like legitimately paid a fee for it, which to some extent, that's industry changing because now others within the industry are like, how do we do this? Where do we get – how do we get our piece of the pie? And they're reaching out to companies yeah. for the first time ever willing to pay extra for that licensing deal. Yeah, that's what I'm excited for is you – know, I love Dan. And I, I will pull for Ghost because I support them. I think they're a great company. But what I'm excited for, and he would, I think, back me on this, is the change in the industry. Because guess what? Dan, you know, Dan and Ghost has some purchasing power. They can maybe get Skittles. But like, I'm excited to see like – bodybuilding.com or someone huge who now sees that trend in ghost and they're going to take it to their next level with their their amount of money that they yeah. have i mean i think this whole industry is taking a step forward and ghost looks good for us and it's funny you mentioned that lifestyle thing i hate that word lifestyle mm-hmm. like I, I it really pisses me off when a lot of companies use it because no one is like if you actually hang out with dan and ryan like there is no act like ghost is not based on anything but literally them like and I don't see that kind of personality in a lot of brands where mm. that brand is built off of that person. Right. Uh, I, Redcon is very authentic to the team that they have, and Aaron's doing a great job with it. But when you look at like Ghost, the branding, the colors, the personality, all that, like it's Dan in a brand, yeah. and that's 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 like that's lifestyle to me. And I don't think anyone else is doing that. Yeah. So. That's, that's why I give them a break on that word. <laughs> For sure. I mean, they were the first ones to kind of use it too. But if we go back and we think about like industry changing shifts within this industry, I think, um, quote unquote, the microdosing thing that happened back in the day with Jack, that was probably industry changing because more, yeah. more pre-workouts came that were underdosed, proprietary blended, and then a company that you worked for, Nutribio, sort of blew up this whole idea of full transparency, which then that was also very industry changing. So I think what's tough is we sit here and we think like, has there been anything extremely industry changing in the last couple of years? I don't think anything has been an industry changing per se as much as like fully transparent or even yeah. though, even the, whether you agree or disagree with microdosing, which is bullshit, it changed the way yeah. supplement companies did stuff. For better or for worse, it was a way of we saw it. I was in GNC at the time and seeing Jack 3D micro, like dude, we were selling that like crazy. Right. You know, we didn't know why because it was a proprietary blend, but people loved it. Um, and absolutely with Nutrial, we had a huge shift in the industry with that. Dude, I – I couldn't tell you the amount of cities that I went to and educated GNC managers on. Like that wasn't like we just put it out there and it happened. Like we were fucking grinding. I was flying like three times a month mm-hmm. to different parts of the states just to educate people on because this is and this is what's wild to me. It and this was like in 2017. I would go and have a seminar with about 50 GNC managers, and I, my, my first question off the bat would be, "How many of you know what a proprietary blend is?" And like three people would raise their hands. Right. These are people who are selling products to end consumers, and they don't know what a proprietary blend is. Mm-hmm. I'd say it's probably progressed maybe like 20 30%. It's a little bit more now, but like that was a huge shift in the industry where people are becoming educated. People actually yeah. know what they're talking about now. 
Which is funny. We always talk about just, you know, I talk about Nutribio not being a marketing company. It's because they already spent their marketing budget on you guys going places to educate. You know, like the amount of money that was spent on you and Mark and Dan and the team over there to go to GNC or to go to bodybuilding.com or whatever it was to educate on the products. That was your version of marketing within Nutribio. Absolutely. I mean, they've never really had an outreach marketing campaign. And still to this day, they really don't. So, I mean, it's always funny to look at that brand and say, okay, look how many quality formulas they have, how many great products are there. If they had the Redcon One engine behind it, like in terms of like marketing power, what, what would happen? Now there is probably some people probably think like, well, then it's now it's now they're becoming a marketing company, but that's not the case. Just having that type of power, that type of skill set, could really take Nutribio from where they're at in terms of revenue to a completely another level. But I know Mark personally, so is he, so do you. He's very happy with everything yeah. they're doing at Nutribio, which is cool. Um, all right, dude. So twenty nineteen. It's been a fun year for product launches and releases. We've been covering them on a weekly basis through Price Plow and Fitness Informant. What's been your favorite launch so far this year? Oh, dude, it's hard. Uh, and I'm gonna. So I already, I already gave Ghost some props here. If I was, if I hadn't already, I'd probably say something from Ghost. Either their uh, their grapefruit pineapple launch was really good. Mm-hmm. I, I really, I don't know why I love that one. Grapefruit so much, was great. I hate flavors, grapefruit. It was great. But it was so accurate which really freaked me out. Like I did a grapefruit for Cellicor, but it was like grapefruit when you pour the sugar on it. You know, some people do that for breakfast. This <laughs> right. was like real grapefruit. Right. You know, and I was like, it was actually in, uh, so I just love that they, I love that they did two different flavors for um, Legend and Pump, which went together. Right. That was cool. Um, Chips Ahoy was great for them, but Ghost off the table. I'd have to say anything from Alpha Lion. I know that you've been, I know you posted for them last night. Uh, I've been with them for a couple months, and it's funny. Like jokingly, I say that they're like the Colombian ghost. Yeah. yeah, you know, they're like they're down in Colombia, like doing the ghost thing, but down there, um, their f- flavors are awesome. Their formulas are, I, I think, they're top notch. Mm-hmm. Um, they're they're doing the right stuff too. Like they just did, uh, they just reformulated their Alpha's um, sleep product. Right. Yeah. Because it was like it was it was just not there. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> right. Got it handy right in front of me here. I love it. I think it's yeah, a couple times now. There was I've some sort of flavor problem within the first release or something, so they redid it. Right. Uh, they have today they're dropping I don't know when this when this video is gonna drop, yeah, but Cyborg. today yeah, Cyborg's coming out. That looks really good. That's like to me, that's like a competitor to like extreme joint care from Nutribio. It's a company that is doing the content well. Like they put out great content on Instagram, workouts, right. um, uh, recipes, stuff like that, but also actually formulates well, it's pretty well disclosed and uh I just love what they're doing. The fact that they're just living in Colombia but distributing from America—it's kind of bizarre. It's crazy. I, you know, it's funny because Alpha Line was one of those like for a while I thought they were just a marketing machine because they blew up my social media, and their names are kind of funny. Like if you look at some of their 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 flavor names, um, they're hilarious, and they have a couple flavors coming out that I think are fantastically named yeah. uh, for the brand that I can't speak on yet. But obviously, Ben, and I know what we're talking about here. Um, it's a pretty so- aggressive one in September. <laughs> I can't believe they're yeah, doing. Yeah. It's great. It's funny. Um, for me, in terms of like product, I did like the BAR, the cereal bar from from Redcon. I thought that was cool. But like, it's a product I think that you maybe had some either say in or that you worked with is the Alpha EAA from Nutribio. I thought was simple. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of Alpha GPC. I'm a huge fan of that nootropic, and I'm a huge fan of sipping on amino acids throughout the day. And it's such a simple. To me, it seemed like a no brainer product, and I think it's doing very well for them. Um, it's, I think it, right at this point might be one of my favorite launches in 2019 in terms of actual new product. Now, yeah. like we could talk flavors. I think muscle sports proteins are fucking phenomenal out of this world. Their fluffernutter and their unicorn cookie shake is just 
on a different level of amazing. Um, but from product standpoint alone, and I know I'm probably leaving stuff out, so I apologize to brands if I'm not giving you the props that you want right now. I will give you your props on the platform. But I think Alpha EAA from Nutribio is literally just one of my favorite products because I, I use it all the time. And, and for me, the definition of what like what's your favorite product is a product that you would use most of the time. And, and now – Ben and I can't use the same pre-workout over and over again because we have we have uh, you know we obviously yeah. have to brands to work with, but that's a product that I use daily and I love it. Yeah, I had I felt awkward saying that one. That is probably my favorite launch of uh, the year, but I would say that, and this is a little pat on my back, but I would say I had more like pushing for that product than anyone else in the mm-hmm. office because for me, Nootropics were blowing up at the time, right? And so were EA products, and it just made sense to put them together because it's something that you're like you just said. Picking one favorite product, it switches all the time, even as a normal consumer. But how many other things can you swap in for Alpha EAA? There's really not much out there. There's like amino synergy, kind of, you mm-hmm. know, like, but like the, the nootropic product, I think, and then the fact that it had adaptogens in there really set it apart from the competition. There's really, it's just so differentiated from anything else out there that like consumers have like a 30 day cycle on free workouts. They're always swap, swapping to a new one unless you can somehow like cultify them, yeah. you know? There's nothing else for that. So right. I love that product. I think it's awesome. And it's affordable. Um, it a, it's affordable. Yeah. It's not expensive at all. They could charge a lot more for that. I think, is it 30 bucks right now or 40? I think it's like twenty nine ninety nine on their website, which is ridiculous for 30 servings. That's that's super affordable. Yeah, Mike and I kind of were really disappointed when it wasn't uh, nominated for Breakout Product of the Year yeah, for com. Yeah, and I actually know that a certain someone there that you and I both know was, was pretty upset about it too. Sure. Uh, so it's kind of cool. I mean, it's it's cool to see backing on that kind of product because Nutribio. I mean, like they get they get love as a company. They don't get love as a product. You know, like yeah. everyone loves Nutribio as a whole, but none of their specific products really get like that's my favorite product. Like you know, you love, you know, a Legend. You right. love. Superhuman, but like Nutribio as a whole is always what gets spoken about. Yeah. So Alpha EA was a standout for me, absolutely. <laughs> and it's it's funny what you said, like how like I, I, every time I say like I love the product, like I think like oh fuck, there were like six other things this year that were so good. Like yeah. we, you and I work with so many different companies, and it's I want to do this stuff like quarterly sometimes because yeah. it's like it's so tough to say the whole year because everyone's. I mean, Nutribio did what sixty releases this year? Yeah, something crazy it, like that. It was not. I mean, we could put together like a mid-season all-star all-star team essentially. Because I'm thinking, like, as you're talking, inspired Chris Waldrum and the team over there came out with a greens product. That's the best greens product on the market, hands down, right now. Yeah. Um, I, in my opinion, so I think it's a great. And he came out with a an amazing protein with collagen peptides and pro and prebiotics. Yep. Like that's something that you just don't see in the industry. That it's great that we get to do what we do because so many people walk into a GNC or a vitamin shop or even go to their Costco and they see Optimum, they see Muscle Farm, and that's all they're familiar with. They see C4. And again, nothing against Cellucor, nothing against C4, but there are a lot of cool companies out there, very small, in the middle of fucking Utah, of all places, called you know, <laughs> Inspired Nutraceuticals, coming up with some really cool stuff that these big brands are looking at these smaller brands and saying, oh shit, we need to do something. And it's funny because I look at the, a brand like Muscle Tech this year, and some of the stuff that they've come out with as a brand is actually impressive. To me, they didn't have to. They are such a big legacy big brand. They probably could have just floated on their, you know, on their name and been fine maybe. Um, but they got aggressive, and they started coming out with products that are respectable. And I think they do that. And I, I spoke with their head of R&D over there too. And it's like, well, we see all these other companies doing stuff. We don't want to fall behind. Just because we're big doesn't mean we need to sleep and stop innovating. Yeah. We still have to stay at least in tune with the curve or be ahead of the curve. And when you have small brands that are doing maybe a couple million a year, if that, influencing 
six, you know, influencing a seven-figure brand or a, a ten-figure brand, eight-figure brand, right? Is that what we're talking for? Yeah. You're doing something right. Yeah. You know what I think a lot of people forget is like, and, and you and I, I think sometimes figure this out because I spoke with Muscle Tech early in the year too, is like, no matter how big a company gets, there's a guy just like you and me sitting behind a desk formulating products as right. a nerd just like us, right? And he might get held back because of the margins he needs to meet or the compliancy or like it just sorts of different red tape. Mm-hmm. But like there's someone there. I don't know if you've met uh, – I know you, you know Greg from Cellucor. Right. But if you watch our podcast um, with the – I'm forgetting his name right now because I actually haven't met him personally. But the head of innovation for Cellucor, like you get to talk with him like – this dude is just like you and me. He loves making hard-hitting products. And unfortunately, they're globally distributed. So there's some things that he has to – some hoops he has to jump through. So, yeah, I, Muscle Tech came to us and they were like, yeah, we want to do some cool stuff this year. And you're right. You don't have to. Right. But, like, a lot of these guys, they want to. They're, yeah. they're just like you and me. They want to do something different. They want to stand out. But it's tough. I mean, there's a guy in Texas, Obsessed Nutrition, Garrett Hobbs. I don't know if you've met yeah. him at all. Yep. Dude's just selling out of his out of his garage, you know, sells to a couple wholesalers, pushes online a little bit, and his products are solid, you know? Like, he doesn't have the spending power that, like, Muscle Tech does, but he puts together some cool stuff. And I, we make fun of Google formulators over here and there. But I think also there's some guys coming out of the woodwork that can put together some stuff that, you know, people aren't planning for. So yeah. it's kind of cool. It's exciting to see the shift. Yeah. production as we speak. We've been hyped about this for months and the time is finally here. So let's go check it out. In here. This is Galaxy Burst. This flavor has a burst of candy with a hint of tart, giving your taste buds begging for more. It's fruity and creamy, yet sweet and tangy. After months of testing and formulation, this galactic flavor is sure to take over the galaxy. Now let's give it a try. So good. Hey, what are you doing? Oh, time to go.
I want to talk now, kind of shift shift gears a little bit in terms of like, let's talk about like a sleeping giant this year. Somebody who's been doing something a lot, but maybe doesn't get a lot of props and noise. We talk a lot about ghosts. We talk a lot about Nutribio. Redcon obviously is our um, reigning 2018 brand of the year. Um, you guys had was Ghost was your brand of the year last year. We don't we don't actually do superlatives. Okay. I think I might this year somehow. Um, but as far as like a sleep, I don't know if I can say sleeping giant, but I'd say like someone who is flying under the radar, sort of. Is kind of a breakout. You met them at the block party. I know you worked with them before me a little bit. It was MFIT. Yeah, yeah. Nick um, and team over there doing a great job. Yeah, uh, owned by ANZ Pharmaceutical, so you know their manufacturing is on point. Right. Um, picked up a couple really cool influencers. Or you know, you just spoke with Guy. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like everyone on the team. This is stuff that I look for. Is it's like accountable, trustworthy people. You know, I've known Guy for probably eleven years now, mm-hmm. and like. That guy does not fuck around. Like no, if he signs all. his name onto something, yeah, he's a hardworking, um, moral person. If he puts his name on something, I know he's left companies because it, right. it's not it's not ethical, right? Right. So, MFIT is doing cool stuff. They're doing um, respectable stuff, and they're doing it well. Uh, all of their formulas are. It was funny at the beginning of the call. You said. Um, Everyone comes to you and says, we've got the next big thing. We're going to change the industry. Right. Nick calls me. He goes, I'm not going to change the industry. I'm not doing anything crazy. But like, we're giving you what you need when you need it. Yep. And I was like, that was the most honest pitch I've ever heard in my life. Like, there's, It's it's fully transparent. It's actually quality ingredients. They're pushing the, the boundaries a bit with like compound solution type stuff, you know, like new ingredients, but nothing that isn't grass. Yeah. You know, they're, they're doing it safely, but effectively. And, and to me, that's cool. They're, yeah. they're kind of like putting their eggs in every basket. They've got their influencers. They've got the right shows. They've got the right formulas. And they're being being—they're not being conservative, but they're not overextending themselves in any way. Yeah, I think that's a great – I mean, Nick is a great person, obviously. And, yeah. uh, you know, they, they have some really cool stuff. What's cool about their stuff, too, I mean, they're meant to be stacked together, right? Like we've talked yes. about this before, too. They're stackable products that are meant to be taken in synchronized, like, form. That way you get, like, the full-fledged effect of your workout. Um, for me, it kind of goes back – we already talked about Alpha Line, and some people might think Alpha Line is this big giant machine because you see a lot of social media ads, but they're not many retail stores. You know, they don't have yeah. a huge footprint. So they, to me, came out with Goatine, which is one. It's an amazing protein with with, with like Aminogen, um, several other digestive enzymes that help with protein. Like I think they're kind of like a sleeping giant, and I know yeah. like internally they're doing some cool things to build that team. And it, it, I mean, if they're able to keep pricing pretty consistent and they can get into some retail, um, you know, if they end up at natural body of all places in New York and they're from, you know, Steve and Tim will tout the shit out of them and then other retailers pick them up. They could be really, really big. And, you know, from my standpoint, I, they are probably big, but they're just not as big as people probably think because perception sometimes is reality. And the more you see social media ads and all what they have going on, you just think sometimes like this must be a massive company. They're kind of still flying around the radar a little bit because I still think I, you know, we posted on social yesterday about them. And the feedback was – the engagement, first off, was amazing. Uh, but the feedback was primarily positive. So they, they're on to something good there, and I think the more people that find out who they are. Now, their, their biggest thing, I think, from my standpoint is they need to come out with a pre-workout that does not contain DMHA because yeah. you, you, we don't – you and I have seen this before. We're, I'm not saying they built the brand around a single ingredient. That's not what I'm trying to say. But I'm, when you build a category within your brand yes. essentially around a single ingredient, and for them, whether it's superhuman – or Superhuman Supreme, DMHA is in both of them. That's going to go away. Like, it's going to go away. We know that. So what do you do? What's next from there? That's what I'm interested in seeing. And if they can come out with a pre-workout without it that's still super effective, which they can. I mean, they, they do really good in terms of formulation. 
that is going to help longevity, I think, for that brand. And I'm, I'm interested to see what they do. Yeah, I liked how they came out with Superhuman, Superhuman Supreme. But in my eyes, as a you know, as a brand manager, I would have had the Superhuman Supreme, which is pushing the limits mm-hmm. with the DMHA. I would have kept Superhuman yep. compliant personally. That's just my thought process. I like to always have a compliant option. Be, I mean, coming from Nutra, everything was compliant. But 100%. I think that you have to have a base, yep. right? Because like we had pre-extreme, which was technically for a little bit, it had like N-methyltyramine and a couple of ingredients there that couldn't get into GNC or whatever. But we always had pre, mm-hmm. right? Well, pre can always get in everywhere. Um, and that's one of the things that I like about MFIT is they have their Havoc and their Trigger, yep. right? So it's kind of funny. You might not run into this because you're kind of old man show with your auxiliary employees, but like Mike and me, like being 50-50 of the reviews, like Mike is all stim and I'm all more like ergogenic <laughs> effects, right? Yeah. So like I love Havoc. Havoc is my shit. Like it feels awesome. He loves Trigger because Trigger is higher stim. Yeah. Havoc has, or I forget which one of them, one of them has Horton in it, so they have to reformulate it. Stupid, stupid. I know, I I hate it, but (laughs) even if they have to drop it, um, they still have the other one right now, right? So you're you're never without a whole category. Yeah. So I absolutely agree. It's funny, Alphalite I would definitely agree on is like, I mean, they're killing it. They're such a small team. I think if they can scale, Mm -hmm. like, I think they're going to be a huge force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They they have, it was funny, when I kind of stumbled onto them, they gave me that like underground feel, that mm. hardcore company feel, that very brick and mortar feel. Yep. And uh, but I, I I didn't realize they were all almost all D to C. It's kind of cool. Yeah. So have you had their their pump product the, with the peach ring flavor? The Komodo pump or whatever it is, right? Yeah. I, I have it like literally ten steps that way. And I, I yeah. was just finishing up the pineapple ghost pump because I love that product. Um, and then I'm gonna, <laughs> then I'm gonna nail on that too. So I've, I've just started using their greens. I love their greens. I use their sleep aid a couple times. Love it. So um, and Superhuman Supreme as much as I. You know, I use that product like maybe twice or three times a week at most because I am an advocate. DMHA should not be taken daily. Um, yeah. Can you tell the story of taking two scoops of that son of a bitch? By the way, because you told me you took two scoops of this before like a, a massive <laughs> I didn't leg put day. That public anywhere. <laughs> I'm gonna make it public because I think it's hilarious. <laughs> I didn't know if they would want me to say that anywhere. Yeah, I I two heaping scoops of that bitch. Right. Oh. Uh, like so, like my coach and I have this thing where like every couple like whatever training cycles, wherever he'll just be like, "Yo, Sunday, strap fucking like you're doing like you're you're gonna go balls out, like you're gonna you're you're gonna just gonna max." And this time it was a, it was a squat for two reps, and I don't know if you've ever done like a really heavy double. Like, no, just one because I'm not I can't yeah. do doubles. <laughs> I just can't do them. Doubles are like. Doubles are where you find out if you're a man. Yeah. Because it's like you do it once and it's hard and you have to regain your composure. Because after you hit the first one, you're like, fuck yes, and you just want to drop it. You can't. You got to like, you got to get your core tight again. You got to squeeze the bar on your back and you got to do it again. So it was like going into this, I I knew it was going to be over 600 pounds and I just didn't know where. Yeah. And it ended up at 620, which yeah. it was actually pretty easy. A squat, but, by the uh, way, people. It was a squat. Yeah, squats. Sorry about this. So yeah, so I, I double heaping scooped that. Superhuman Supreme. And the funny thing about Superhuman Supreme, I told Mike about this. Uh, the first time I took it, I went to what's called an Animal Barbell Club. Mm-hmm. So Animal does these these events. And I, you know, I'm a huge fan of Animal for their their community type stuff. I've been very, very straight with Eric and, and the team there that like their their formulas need to be updated. And right. you know, they keep telling me they're going to, but like their community engagement type stuff is on top of the world. And I always try to go and uh, support. The problem being that I took Superhuman Supreme before I went to this event, and Superhuman Supreme makes me extremely antisocial. Like, 
I don't know what it is. And it's funny because, like, when I take it, like, I get so, like, tunnel focused. Like, yeah. I don't speak to anyone. And, like, I spent, like, an hour at this event. And, like, people knew who I was. People recognized me from Pricewell, which is always kind of cool. But, like, I just didn't want to speak to anyone. Yeah. That's so, – well, I mean, I, I was a – idiot when king's ransom was sent to me from greg helton over at muscle sport <laughs> that the uh i'm so used to like sometimes you know they, they do like the 40 20 so the 20 serving is the double scoop i thought their label yeah. was the double scoop and it was actually half scoop full scoop so i took two full fucking scoops which is like wait i mean and i'm an advocate like i you if you see me on social media i fucking hate these new brands coming out with these 700 plus milligram caffeine that day i took it and I did not like the way I feel. So when I speak on these brands that come out with these products that are just uh, absurdly, uh, just terribly formulated on, on that standpoint, that's why I say, like, from firsthand experience, I felt it. I did not like the way I feel. And uh, we'll talk about that now because, like, in terms of, like, biggest, disappoint, biggest disappointment this year is that there has been two brands in particular that have come out with formulas that contain 700-plus milligrams of caffeine per serving. Now – one of the brands will come back and say, well, you could take one scoop versus the three scoop. Well, then why do you fucking advertise it on the container? Why do you advertise it in your emails? When you advertise it and say, like, this thing has this many stims on it, you're encouraging people to take 1,100 milligrams plus of stimulants. That's what you're encouraging them to do. Your heart works very – it pumps, right? Your heart pumps blood. When you, take a lot of, when you take a lot of <laughs> stimulants, right, your heart starts to speed up a little bit, and it pumps more and more. But what happens to your – blood vessels are they shrink so the blood even though you're pumping more blood from the heart it can't push it through you're putting a ton of stress on your cardiovascular system that's not fucking good at all people so that, that's been my biggest disappointment and that's not just on the brands but on the consumers who actually want these products it's a huge disappointment to me that consumers are demanding products with that much caffeine because it's insanely irresponsible to, to take that much as a consumer it's irresponsible to provide that as a brand but at the end of the day if you're in, if you're in business to make money I get why the brands make it because if the consumers yeah. want it, you have to fulfill a need and demand, and they're doing exactly that. I'm just fucking disappointed by it. Yeah, I, I felt a little bit awkward. The first one, which we, you know, is actually local to me, mm -hmm. um, it's no surprise. Like, you have hardcore brands. They're going to put it out there. Listen, I know a lot of local people here that love the product, and they're crazy. Like, you know, um, I felt a little bit awkward with the second one. Because uh, just a few months ago, we both worked on this. I want to make this public that you and I both worked on Cellucor. Like we were calling oh, yeah. the same phone call. Yeah. <laughs> and like my biggest thing with the, the C4 Extreme launch was it's transparent. So if you want to compare it to another pre-workout and tell, tell people that it's shit, like you can. You know, and that, that, that's the beauty of it. I'm happy that you can now go into a store and compare C4 Extreme against Nutrex Outlift. I'm happy because at, at the end of the day, that's really all I, that's what I worked for in this industry for the most part of my, my career is making it so that you can at least just be able to compare head to head. Mm -hmm. um, so I felt a little bit awkward when this company came out with their fully transparent label that said 700 milligrams of the three dosage, because at least it's transparent. At least sure. consumers can look at it and say, that's not for me. Um, I also felt a little bit awkward because there have been times in my powerlifting career where I have taken around that level of caffeine because I'm 265 pounds. And if you dose, what is it, nine milligrams per kilogram of body weight, like that's about the right dosage for me. That The problem here being is that those people that are asking for 750 milligrams are either idiots or outliers. Mm -hmm. Like 
we have them. You see them comment all the time. Like, like I want 500 milligrams of DMAA and 700 milligrams of, of uh, caffeine. They either don't look like they lift, don't know what they're doing, or they're massive freaks that should not be speaking in a public forum yeah. in other consumers. Like, for the most part, you and I shouldn't even be speaking with other consumers because you and I are a step ahead of the, of most people out there. Sure. Yeah. It's kind of hard for me sometimes to put myself in a normal person's perspective because I squat 700 pounds. I deadlift 700 pounds. Like the things that I take to train are not always going to be the same as other people. Mm -hmm. But when I put myself in a normal consumer's uh, spot, I kind of think like, okay, well, at least they can compare. Mm -hmm. At least they can look at it and say, that's probably not for me, even if they're not. Um, I have it's kind of a moral spot for me because like if I was going to formulate a product and put in, I wouldn't put that many that much in there. Right. But I also kind of believe that everyone should have the right to look at it and decide it for themselves. Sure. Yeah. So, you know, it's and it is hard when you're like I've dealt with the demand of people wanting more and more and more and more. Um, I think it just comes down to education. Yeah. I, and it's funny at the end of the day, like you and I could not take pre-workout for six months. We could not take any supplements mm -hmm. and still progress better yeah. than these people that are demanding this much caffeine and, and supplements in their 100%. lives. So it's it's a tough spot for me morally because I advocate for transparency over regulation. If you asked my opinion, I would say that it doesn't need to be out there, though. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, for that, it's just that's – obviously, everybody has the right to their opinion. That's my opinion. I'm very vocal about it. I'm, I'm never going to change my tune yeah. on it. Um I mean, we, we talk <laughs> we talk about like why does the FDA intervene and regulate the industry at times when they never used to do it as much as they do. Like at least this year, we found I think five or six ingredients showed up either banned or on the dietary advisory supplement list, and that has that's like the most that they've ever done in a year. And it's because you know products like this exist, and somebody gets hurt, and now they have to step in. And there's a reason why the FDA stepped in and said, "Listen, bulk purchases of caffeine is no longer." feasible like i mean because yes. that can be dangerous first off i mean if you mix up a dosage at home in your kitchen yes. and you take too much you you could have serious implications on that so like to me i'm i'm okay with that but um again so like your point like i'm all about transparency versus regulation but when they force the hand of the government to come in because you're being a fucking moron or whatever it might be and then we we sit back and we throw our hands up in the air and we're like well, what the hell are you getting involved for well as an industry i've always said this like we should stand up for what's right, including the brands doing the right thing. Somebody like Mark Glazer gets up on his pedestal and says, shame on you to the brands and shame on you to the consumers. People should listen. And I think that brands who have the right to say things like that should advocate for the right. And most of them do. They're just, I think they just need to be a little bit more vocal about it. Like me with my... 17,000 followers on Facebook and like 6,000 on, on Instagram. It's not going to make much of a dent. I mean, I'm trying every single fucking day. But yeah. somebody who has a bigger platform can just be like, shame on this company a little bit without getting into legalities and being sued, obviously, of course. But like, at the end of the day, when you, the whole goal of being a sports nutrition company, I think, should be to help create something that's going to help somebody achieve their goals. It's a health company. That's what you're supposed to be. A sports nutrition company should be a health forward company. And some of these supplements out there, I believe, are detrimental to our goals and detrimental to what we're trying to achieve in the gym. Right. And it doesn't make sense of why a brand who believes in fitness and health first would come out with something like this. It's, it's, it, to me, it doesn't make sense. There's a disconnect there. I think we have like a, I don't know, this is hard to say. I, sometimes I think we have a harder problem to solve in that um, you saw the, the sell sheet for that product. It, mm -hmm. it said uh, too strong for distribution or something like right. that. Yep. There's a reason 
that GNC, Vitamin Shop, Bodybuilding.com, Europa, all these companies have legal and uh, compliance regulatory departments, right? Right. There's a reason that they have hard stops on what dosages they'll put in. And when you walk into, uh, you know, listen, I'm good friends with Steve Calabrese and, and Tim Gritzman at Natural Body, friends with a, a, a number of different brick and mortar owners. But when you walk into a lot of these brick and mortar stores, you can openly purchase research chemicals, mm. SARMs, pro-hormones, products that should not be sold in tandem with dietary supplements. Ever. <laughs> Ever. These things should not be available to the normal consumer. And that's kind of been my stance on like DMA, for, for, for instance. I don't believe that it should be a dietary supplement because it doesn't meet the shade. But I openly advocate for people to uh, you know, take care of their testosterone if they need to. Mm -hmm. Or if you want to go purchase and use research chemicals, that's on you. I think DMA, like DMAA and these hard supplements are in the same uh, boat. If you want to be a higher level athlete, do it, but in an educated way. Like, don't be an idiot, you know. And I think that once these are visibly seen on store shelves next to NutriBio Whey Protein Isolate, it normalizes it, which mm. it shouldn't be. Yeah. And I, th that's my personal, like, I think that's kind of, I don't know how, but I think that's how it needs to be addressed is, like, the fact that it's being openly sold at these kinds of stores. Like, if you wanted to pick up a product with 750 milligrams of caffeine, you have to go to one of these stores. You're not going to go to bodybuilding.com or GNC. No, they won't allow it ever. <laughs> but yeah. it's crazy, too. Like, even some of the, the retail stores that are popular in this country are advertising on Instagram, SARMs, for yeah. sale. And they know damn well they're illegal. Like, what, I mean, yeah. so for me, it's like, where do you, I, I don't get it. I mean, and I respect some, I, I, in terms of respect, like, I respect their business because it's so big and they do well. But if they want that business to continue to do well and be as big as they are, they better stop doing that stupid shit because they're going to get cracked down on. And like, yes. you don't need the, you don't need um, federal agents walking into your store confiscating because then the next thought goes to, well, if they're openly promoting SARMs on their Instagram account, what are they slinging behind that storage counter that they don't advertise? Yes. What's that employee having his car trunk out in the parking lot? And, and people listening to this podcast might be like, that doesn't happen. It happens all the time. Oh, yeah. All the all time. It happens in GNCs. And, and I'm not saying, yeah. like, it's not the fault of GNC at all. But I'm saying there are probably employees at GNC that sell testosterone from the trunk of their cars to people who walk into the store because it's a good way to make extra money. 100%. Again, no fault of the corporate corporation whatsoever. It's just people do people things and uh yeah. you know we, we're when we're i worked at gnc uh there were there were company reps that would come in bring us samples and then sell try to sell us stuff out in their car yeah. like it, it's just it's just part of the industry and i don't say i support that like i don't think that's a good idea but it's part of it and that's i think like that stuff is way more important for us to be focusing on than yeah, exactly. Or genomine, for sure. All right. So we spent the last 10 minutes talking about some stuff that irritates us here. Let's spend the next five minutes as we wrap up the show here on like, what's the positive outlook in this industry? What, we, what, what are we excited about? Um, because I think there's, there is way more to be excited about than there is to be concerned about, in my opinion, in this industry. I think yes. there's a lot of cool stuff coming from, from brands out there. Um, for me, Ben, I think the biggest thing is it's more from the consumer side. It seems, it seems since, since our platforms are as large as they are, that people are actually wanting information and they're wanting to become more educated about what they're actually putting in their bodies. And I said, what's interesting is like, okay, I went out and bought this really expensive TV for my new house and I spent all this time researching that television or I spent all the time researching what cell phone I want to get. 
And people do the same thing. They'll research Xbox versus PS4 and things like that. But like, they wouldn't spend the time researching chemicals, drugs that they're putting in their body. But now they're starting mm-hmm. to just a little bit. You know, I mean, it's not to where we need to be. But it, to me, it, it puts a big fucking smile on my face when people reach out to me and ask me a message and be like, listen, I'm looking at this supplement. Here's kind of what I think. What do you think? And they actually want to know good I'll say expert advice from people like you and I because I'll, I'll consider myself like a pseudo-expert. There's a lot I need to know, a lot, I, a lot I still need to learn, but I know more than most. And I think it's, it's very gratifying that people are starting to give a shit. Yeah, I, uh, it's funny. Last week I uh, took probably six hours and did a very, very hard analytical approach look at our YouTube channel. YouTube is our main channel. Mm-hmm. Um, I looked at the watch time, where the watch time lands in videos, um, which videos did better than others, Re- like really dived in. And, and it was funny. Every single point where we got super high viewership down to the second was at points where we were giving information, mm-hmm. educational information. And anytime that we moved into uh, like entertainment style content, it dropped. Yeah. That made me smile. A lot of people might think that's a bad thing. I love it. I'm super happy to be pushing this kind of stuff. I have to get I have to get more in my game to be giving more information, educating more. Um, and the same thing, I get happy when I put up a question, uh, like the question box on Instagram. Yeah, absolutely. And I get questions that I don't know the answer to yet, or like they ask me like tough stuff. Like I'm loving that. I'm loving that people are getting into stuff. And uh, on the brand side, outside of consumers, I'm loving. Um, the attention to trademarked ingredients, the mm-hmm. attention to new ingredients, uh, no matter what's going on with, no matter what happens with S7, there was an attention to the studies on that. Mm-hmm. Like people jumped in and were like, wait a second, the studies don't add up here. And it wasn't just like Lane Norton. It was normal people who read the study and realized that it didn't, it wasn't adding up. Yep. So I think as a whole, absolutely, people are demanding more information. People are demanding better products more transparent products and uh, we couldn't be in a better spot for this industry to be growing in a constructive way. It's yeah. not the nineties with Jay Cutler and Ronnie Coleman getting million dollar deals from muscle tech. It's dude. It's like uh, the gorilla chemist collabing with companies to bring better formulas. Right. That like what a cool time we're in where a chemist is doing collaborations with third party companies. Yeah. I mean, hundred percent. I think the, the term innovation gets tossed out a lot in this space and we're actually seeing some stuff now. And, and I think for the longest time people yeah. are like, well, we're constricted on innovation because there's only a pool of ingredients that we can use. Well, there's actually a lot of fucking ingredients out there that brands are actually starting to seek out now and use. I mean, you've seen, um, like I'll just use the, the, I'm not saying it's good or bad because I've not tried it yet, but like nitro rocket from, um, Creative Compounds is like a new like I I, I hesitate to use the word nitrate right <laughs> but yeah. uh, you know like but, get real careful with yeah that word. like but in terms of like nitric oxide and then like there's like vinitrox there's S seven which you've already alluded to um, but even like something like Vaso six that people started calling out now whether or not you believe one side or the other people are paying attention to details looking into the studies more and more looking into the claims and actually right. calling out companies like Compound Solutions to explain their point of view on that which is to me it's not a bad thing. Like we should be doing that just to ensure that the information that we are getting as brands, when we use these ingredients and formulations, we're actually giving the consumer what you as an ingredient supplier are telling us they should be experiencing. So I think your point on that is is people looking into things a little more, using new branded ingredients and just deviating from the norm. And we have to do that. If the FDA is going to come in and say hornine, hegemonine, DMHA, all these are gone, 
then we need to look outside the box and say, okay, what other ingredients exist? Are we willing to try something new? And then on top of that, we have to spend money and marketing dollars to educate the consumer on really what this ingredient is. And those ingredient suppliers have to do the same fucking thing on their end. Uh, so that way people yeah. understand what they are. That last thing you said right there about marketing dollars. Uh, I had a talk with the CEO of Compound Solutions, and I talked to him about just how cool it is that Dynamine and Tea Green are household names. Mm -hmm. Household names, obviously, in quotes, but like, like, like weight room names, what yep. we can call it, right? Like, how many times have you seen an ingredient in the past 20 years actually be talked about by name by normal people, right. not us and Drew Peters? I'm talking like people coming up to me in the gym and asking me about dynamine. That's, right. That to me is huge that they're getting that point across the end consumer. Vaso 6 is the fastest growing ingredient mm -hmm. in so, uh, sports nutrition history. That's fascinating to me. So I'm, I'm excited to see that. We see some new companies like New Live Science with mm -hmm. uh, Axogen doing some cool stuff. Um, I think the problem is that back in the day, Gaspari was spending a ridiculous amount of money on studies and stuff like that. And a lot of those companies kind of, uh, I think they did themselves in with the amount of spend they put on their ingredients. And I feel like it compensated for a little bit where no one was doing anything trademark named or anything studied. And now it's starting to find that middle of the road spot where you can source high quality ingredients with good studies. Um, but it's not, you know, we're not spending money on drug trials anymore. No. And I think the, the flip side to that, if there's any negative to this, is that now there are companies getting trademarks on generics to put on the front of their, of their containers saying like, um, you know, for GBB, for example, they might call it something crazy like, I don't know, I'm making this up, but like Hydro GBB. It's not a real brand ingredient. It's a marketing trademark that that company put on, the, on yeah. their container, right? So as a consumer, when you see these brand logos on the front of the consumer on the front of containers do yourself a favor and just google it and see like yeah. is it real or is it just like some sort of justia trademark that that same brand um you know put through so um we are like two and a half weeks away from the olympia i'm excited to see what type of product launches come out uh the olympia you know in terms of like exhibitors is probably going to be down this year as it has been year over year but we uh, obviously still cover it through our platforms and uh looking forward to what the brands bring to the table because every year at the olympia and the arnold we see some new stuff sometimes some of the stuff, I wouldn't say game-changing, but it's cool. Um, I've heard some rumblings of things so far coming into this year, so I'm excited about it. And I know, Ben, you'll be there, and we'll, we'll kind of hook up. Um, and I'm sure you're pretty excited to cover your first Olympia under the price pile umbrella as well. I'm stoked. Uh, covering this stuff is so much different than what I've, ever, I've done before. Like, being in business meetings a couple of years, being at uh, running booths a couple of times, it, it's crazy to me. But, like, now being able to see everything at once is it's really cool uh, being to go around. Uh, we're going to be doing a couple of podcasts. We'll probably have to link up and make a little bit of content together. Um, I don't mind if the if the expo is down in attendance because it's a little bit more room for us oh, big yeah. guys to walk around. I know. <laughs> Love it. Well, All yeah, right. I think I think people are going to be bringing some new stuff to the table. It's a cool experience because now you don't have to go to the Olympia to launch a new product anymore. Mm -hmm. It can all be social media. I think that's changing everything. But as a whole, you're right. I've, I've heard a couple things, not as big as old old no. times, but uh, it's it's 2019. Redcon can drop a product on a Wednesday and still sell it out by Thursday. Easily. Easily. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> all right, guys. If you want to follow Ben, he's uh, you can follow the Price Plow channel. It's at Price Plow on uh, Instagram. The Price Plow YouTube channel has like a, a billion followers, so make sure you hit that subscribe button over there on his stuff. Um, Strength and Honor Fitness 1, is that your personal Instagram? Yeah. Right. Good. Yeah. If that. if you want to look at Ben, either preach the politics of the of the uh, powerlifting <laughs> world or see him break a PR, uh, it's an interesting channel to follow. Ben, appreciate you coming on, buddy. Thanks, man.
Benjamin Kane, Big Ben Kane from Price Plow here on the Be Informed Live Fit Podcast. Appreciate Ben's perspective, point of view on all things within the sports nutrition industry. I will be seeing Ben in Vegas along with Mike Roberto. Can't wait for Vegas. Vegas is just, first off, I love Vegas. Vegas is my shit. Uh, everything about Vegas is is kind of my thing. I think I've been, I've been there 10, 11 times now. I've uh, been there for two Olympias. I've been there for my bachelor party. Uh, I've just been there to go there. It's Vegas. Why not, right? Uh, so if you see us in Vegas, like I said, make sure you say hi. Uh, in the meantime, subscribe to our social media channels. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and Twitter. Uh, make sure you hit that subscribe button here if you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, or watching via YouTube. Stay up to date with all new content of fitnessinformant.com. Write us a review. If you like what you heard, it helps out the algorithm. More people can discover the Be Informed Live Fit podcast. If there's any guests, that's right, plural, you'd like to see on the Be Informed Live Fit podcast, please let us know. Um, we're working on Guy Sisterino. He should be on shortly. We have Jazz, the CEO of Bodybuilding.com, coming up in September. Um, we are we're going to be working on other people. The IFBB pros like Charles Griffin, who was at the Tampa Pro. Um, going to be working on some other peeps as well. I'd like to get Dexter Jackson, and I think I'm going to be able to get him. Uh, dude never ages. So um, I'm going to reach out to my boy, Matt, who reps a lot of these people, Dana Lynn Bailey, Rob Bailey, see if I can get some of these peeps on the show because I think they have some really good perspective and point of views on their journeys that can help a lot of people out there as they approach and go through theirs. Uh, as always, make sure that you, uh, you, you, you're informed, you live fit, you hang loose, have a great rest of your day, evening, morning, however it is that you're listening right now. We love you. We appreciate your support. Everybody, peace out.